How about we talk about the environment for a moment? Yeah, let's talk about the environment. Uh, a couple of things I want to get to. First, I want to give you a little update. Gasland. Remember that documentary, Gasland, came out 14 years ago with all these dire predictions of how the world was going to be destroyed? It was nominated for an Oscar, won an Emmy. Portrayed fracking operations as poisoning groundwater, killing wildlife, making people sick, while corrupt oil companies profited. It predicted that the practice, if it wasn't banned immediately, would poison water supplies and destroy wildlife populations. But 14 years later, none of that has happened. Gasland was a fraud then. It's a fraud now. It increased, uh, fracking did increase natural gas production by 88% from 2007 to 2022. And in July of 18, crude oil production topped 11 million barrels a day for the first time in American history. It worked. Uh, the majority of wells are now finished that way. Uh, joining me now is H. Sterling Burnett, Ph.D., director of the Arthur B. Robinson Center on Climate and Environmental Policy at the Heartland Institute. Uh, sir, I brought you here today to talk about something else, but I thought you might have a comment on Gasland being a complete fraud 14 years on. Welcome to the program. Oh, thanks for having me. It's honestly, it's hard to believe it's been 14 years. Gosh. Yeah. Um, look, it was, as you said, it was a fraud then. It's a fraud today. There was another, uh, another documentary by a different, uh, uh, director, a uh, guy named Phelan out of Ireland that examined Gasland and showed what a fraud it was. It showed that, uh, you know, the, there was this one scene where there was fire coming out of a faucet. And yeah, the, the guy lit his tap that, water on fire. That was the most infamous scene in the whole movie. You're right. Go on. Right. And, and it turns out that, well, uh, his tap water had always periodically had fire because he had a very shallow well and it uh, it had pockets of methane. But that was right. true historically. That wasn't because of fracking. It wasn't a new thing. Uh, it was just portrayed that way. Correct. So, um, you know, fracking is done tens of thousands of feet below the ground. Your, your drinking wells are, uh, you know, 50 to a couple hundred feet below Correct. the ground. There's thousands of feet of impermeable surface between fracking wells and your water wells. There was no you know, evidence. And, by, and, you know, extension, by extension, yeah. I just want to say that the Green New Deal in general and, and, and yeah. you know, Earth Day and all of these things of, oh, the world's going to end and hundreds of million people will die of malnutrition and, and famine because we can't feed them. All that turned out to be garbage. Gas land is garbage. But what we do know is this. These wind farms on the East Coast do appear to be killing whales because they disorient the whales because of the vibration and the frequencies in the ocean causes whales to die. And yet nobody's doing anything about this on the on the Green New Deal side, right? That's what I brought you here to talk about. I want to make sure we get some of this in because if people don't know, whales are dying. Oh, it's, it's good for the environment. Is it? Is it really? What do you say, sir? Well, so far we don't have one wind turbine up or we only have a couple up. But we have dozens of dead whales. And you know what? If an oil company had done this, uh, it would be out of business. The, go the government would have shut it down. Instead, the government's fostering thousands of offshore wind farms that are destroying fisheries, that are killing protected, endangered North Atlantic right whales. And they're saying it's not. They're saying, oh, well, there's no evidence. Well, the, you know, correlation is not causation. But it's interesting that all these whales start washing up after they start testing the sonar 
to, to blasting sonar to try and sight these uh, uh, wind farms. And that's before they're even in operation. There's fewer than 350 North Atlantic right whales in existence, and we're killing them daily. That's right. Uh, they, they are a critically endangered species. And they were, by the way, they're called the right whale because of their size and their structure and the ability of the whaling industry back a few hundred years ago. They were the right whale to to take because of their size. They were manageable. That's why they're called the right whale. So they were hunted hard, which brought their numbers yep. down. But the decimation now of what's left, 300 is the estimate. Nobody knows for sure, obviously, but 300 is the estimate. It's a population that could rebound if it's not destroyed by the Green New Deal, Right. Well, the government, you know, the government says this is their own uh, their own biological opinion. They can afford to lose less than one whale in addition to natural mortality per year from human causes. And yet the uh, the wind farms, different wind farms are getting 17, 12 to 17 take permits per year through their operations. So they're they're dooming this whale, but they're saying, "Oh no, 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 it's not killing them. We just have to give them some number." Uh, but there's no evidence it's killing them. Well, there's evidence that it's being stuck right in the middle of their migration routes and their feeding grounds. There's evidence that it disrupts their food supply. At least it does in the North Atlantic, where they do, uh, where they've already got these wind farms operating. Uh, there's evidence that they they communicate and hunt by sound and so uh these things are loud the blasting is loud let's so be honest evidence is that it's what it's doing is driving them into shipping lanes yeah right well, in front of ships yeah, let's be honest when you bulldoze yeah. 200 acres to put in solar panels you destroy the environment when you yeah. Uh, put in these wind farms, you're destroying the environment. For these people that claim to be environmentalists, which is nothing more than a political activist, they're doing a lot more damage than good, and the evidence is piling up. I'll give you the last word. Well, they are bad for the environment, and they're bad for the economy. These, uh, We're told that wind and solar is cheap, but every time they put in wind and solar, your uh, electric rates go up and your reliability goes down. Explain that if they're so cheap. Yeah, why do your prices rise, and why do you not have power when you want it during the winter or your summer? Yeah. Gee, honey, I hope the wind blows so we can watch TV tonight. I remember a yeah. presidential candidate saying that. Boy, was he right. Hey, Shirley Burnett, Ph.D., uh, director of the Arthur B. Robinson Center on Climate and Environmental Policy at the Heartland Institute. Always appreciate your input. Look forward to talking to you again. Good to be on again. Take care. Thank you. Truth, man. Let it set you free. Let it save the whales. Stop this cruel experiment. I'll be back.